Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans, a post-game edition. Uh, the Titans improved to 3-0, a 31-30 win over the Vikings that looked an awful lot like each of the first two wins the Titans have had this season. They fly by the seat of their pants kind of, uh, kind of performances, but uh, I'm joined by Titans beat writer Eric Backrack, who is in Minnesota. How's it going, Eric? going well gentry uh and listen we we had differing opinions in our predictions this week for what we thought would happen in this game you you thought the titans would lose i thought they would win but honestly if you kind of read what we thought would transpire i think you were probably closer to guessing predicting what would happen because you know as you mentioned um you know the titans were lucky to win this one as they were their first two and there was, you know, just as much to be frustrated, to be discouraged about, you know, when it comes to what the Titans did in this game, uh, maybe even more so than in games past, you know, when you talk about how the Titans made a Vikings offense that last week looked abysmal, looked good today. And then, you know, the, the passing offense wasn't especially good. I thought for the Titans was, you know, very uncharacteristic in that regard. Uh, I think the run game efficiency was a little bit better, but, you know, just another game that, that, in no way, shape, or form can be considered a well-rounded performance for the Titans. No, and I, I, there's something to be said for a team that is so hard to beat. Uh, they, they're very yeah. clutch. They're very confident when it matters. Uh, when it got to 24-12, I did think that was it. I, I thought this was going to be the first loss of the season, and, you know, they kept coming. It just seemed like the Titans had so many opportunities offensively. I think something like 10 of their 12 possessions reached Minnesota's side of the field but a whole bunch of them ended without a touchdown. Uh, you know, Goskowski had a day, but he had to kick six field goals. Right. Uh, they just left so many points out there, and the Vikings were making it look easy enough at times. This is another one, Eric, and it's really the third week in a row where you kind of look back and you're like, gosh, how'd they win this game? But they did. <laughs> they did. And I think, you know, as you said before, there's, there's something to be said about finding ways to win in the NFL. It's just kind of totally ironic that – you know, the key in this game and the reason they won was, you know, the reason why they almost uh, weren't able to go on that run last year, and that was field goal kicking. Guskowski made three field goals of 50-plus yards. Uh, you know, it's his third game-winning field goal in as many games for the Titans, and kind of all along it felt like it was going to come down to that again. You know, and, and a lot of that kind of went back to just the Titans' inability to punch it in to finish off drives. They were not good on third down. I think they finished three for 12 they were uncharacteristically not good in the red zone. You know, that, that's been Ryan Tannehill's bread and butter since he got here. They started 0 for 2 in that front, and that prompted Goskowski to come out in the field a couple times early. But credit to the Titans for, for clamping down when they need to again. You know, the defense got two stops late, including uh, an interception to end the game by Amani Hooker. You know, and I, I think those defensive stops are important. It's, it's kind of just everything that preceded it 
you know, Dalvin Cook ran for 180 yards plus today after James Robinson, an undrafted rookie, ran for over 100 yards uh, last week. And, and I think it's clear that Robinson is a pretty good back just based on his first three weeks in the league. But, you know, this, this Titans run defense is, is at this point, uh, a, a big concern. You know, and, and their past defense hasn't looked great either, but at least you get a Dory Jackson back, you know, if not next week, sometime in the future. And, and I think there's a silver lining there because he gives you something that Jonathan Joseph does not give you, and that that is speed. You know, I think having him would, you know, be a huge difference in, in covering a guy like Justin Jefferson today. But that run defense, man, it, it's it's got to improve. The Steelers beat the Texans today, so they're going to be coming to uh, to Nissan Stadium next week undefeated. Battle of two 3-0 teams. Uh, the schedule is going to get a lot tougher quickly. Yep. Uh, Steelers, Bills, the Texans have started 0-3, but I think the Titans know what they're capable of. So, um, you know, I, I, I spent this whole week saying they're going to have to get better. It's going to catch up with them. The odds are going to catch up. I think to a certain extent it did some of the breaks – that had been going their way, turnovers, penalties did kind of turn today. And the Vikings, I think, were a little better than expected. I think they, they're a better team than they've showed their first two games as well. But, you know, the Titans still win, but you kind of go into another week saying the same thing. They're going to have to play better. At some point, it's going to have to start catching up with them. You, you love that they're 3-0, and but I, I just there's just something about this. You don't see an elite team when you see them play. At least not yet. I, yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, yeah, we would probably have to go through, you know, a lot of teams to find the least, uh, you know, the, the 3-0 team in league history that you felt the least good about. But, you know, I, I think this Titans team, for all the redeeming qualities it has, you know, it's just it, every single week it's, it's they have to find a way to win. Um, and eventually, like you said, you would have to think that catches up to them. And, you know, the schedule gets much, much harder from here. The, the Steelers are going to be the, the biggest test that the Titans have seen so far. And I think, you know, that's a really, really tough defense that they're going to face. And I think uh, to counter that, the Titans defense is going to have to be a lot better than it's been um, these past three weeks to start the season here. Kind of the, the, the lingering impression for me from post-game interviews where nobody sounded happy. Right, the and that's, that's been the case happy. for the first three weeks. It's, it's kind of crazy how the tone after all three games has been similar in that it's been negative after wins. It's, uh, you know, it's just kind of this puzzling thing. And again, they're three and zero, so um, they're in a good spot. They just have so much to clean up. All right. But three and zero, we should end on that because, right. you know, I, I said that after the first game, one and zero, it's a win. I said it after the second game, you're two and zero, And now I'm saying the exact same thing. I've, after a while you, it stopped. It's not a fluke. They're winning right, these games. Right, there, There's they 100% something to be said about a clutch factor for a team. And, you know, I, I think, you know, with Goskowski coming into his own now, you know, proving to be what the, the Titans sort of build him as and what we know him as with the offense, uh, sort of the firepower there, even the defense, you know, for, for as porous as the run defense has been and, and lackluster as the, the pass defense has been, they, they've come up with big stops, turnovers when they need them. So I, I think any phase is capable of coming up with that clutch factor. And in the NFL, that's that's huge. That's something that's not guaranteed. You know, so 3-0 and is not something that should be taken for granted. I agree. Eric, quick question. As somebody who is in the stadium, 
two of these wins have been on the road. They've been very close games on the road. How much has, has the lack of fans mattered, especially a place like Minnesota? Well, Denver and Minnesota both are noted for having good atmospheres. Yeah, I, I think it's huge, Gentry. I really do. I think the Titans caught a couple of big breaks because these are two tough places to play. You know, this in Denver, obviously we spoke a lot about how, you know, Denver's home field advantage in uh, home openers for them, I believe they were like 18 and two. I can't remember now um, before the Titans went into Denver and won that game, you know, in this, this stadium itself, I'm in it right now, Gentry, it's of all the stadiums I've been to, I think it's right up there with the most impressive. You could see how when this building is rocking, it's just a really hard place to play. You know, I think when you take the fans out of it, I think that that certainly adds something, you know, to the to the Titans' benefit um, so far. And, and, you know, the Titans will have some fans back in the building next week. But, uh, you know, it's it's probably not going to be a whole lot of Steelers fans. So that that's another advantage for them. <laughs> that's, we will that's see. Good. And the Bills last year, I mean. Hey. Right, exactly. It <laughs> felt like a, a road home game. So we'll see. But I think, to your point, I think the Titans kind of lucked out in a way just to not have fans, you know, in – both this venue and Denver. But again, they're they're finding ways to win. They're taking advantages of the opportunities they're given. And that's something, as I said before, is not guaranteed in the NFL. All right, well, that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcast. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Eric Bacharach, I'm Gentry Estes. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with you soon. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.